Today on the Dizlist, we discuss the top five things we've never done at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 53, where we discuss the top five things we've never done at Walt Disney World. There's a lot of stuff we haven't done. There yeah. really is. Yeah. Even I think people who go all the time don't realize that there are so many things that we don't do, because we fall into these habits of just doing traditional things. You know, the, We have our traditions. Well, and then there's... There's hotels and restaurants. I count all that, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and you've said it many times on the show before that, like, a lot of the things that you like to do the most are things that are traditions for you and your family. Yeah. And when you start filling up a trip with traditions, all of a sudden you don't have time for non-traditional things. Yeah. Which is, it's a double-edged sword. It's, you know, depends hey. on how you want to spend your time. Yeah. So you sound a little hoarse today. What's going on? <laughs> well, um, I've been playing in a band for almost 20 years, I guess. We started in 2004, and um, two, of, two of our band members live on the West Coast, and they flew out, and we played a show last night. Nick was there. It, it was, was awesome. It, it was, was great. It was a little wild. Um, <laughs> I play in a couple bands. I've talked about them on the show before. This particular one is called Achilles. We are a hardcore band. If you are not into loud music, you probably don't want to check it out. If you like <laughs> larder, lot lot loud. If you like louder hard rock, then feel free to check it out and see if you like it. But uh, there's lots of yelling and um, fun times to be had. Uh, Nick was definitely having a blast, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, I'm a little sore. Uh, definitely getting a little too old to be in the middle of <laughs> of the crowd at a hardcore show. But it was a, it was a lot of time, a lot of fun. Yeah, so. it was a good time. Um, it's kind of funny the juxtaposition. Of the hardcore bands and the hardcore scene and then the Disney stuff. It's just kind of funny to me. Well, I'm very honest and I like what I like. Yeah. And I, it's not that I hide this at any point. I'm very proud of my Disney fandom and I don't care who knows it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, the last weekend my mother was in town and uh, we were talking about something and she said how she remembered meeting you at the soccer game or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, She's like, oh, he seems like such a nice guy. And I was talking about going to the show this weekend. She's like, oh, what kind of music? And I laughed and I turned it on. She goes, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, no, um, last night's show was great. Um, And it's fun for me to be able to, like, see you doing something that you love, right? So you you see me coach all the time because your daughter's on my team. Yep. Um, And that's, like, my passion. But being able to watch you up on stage was a lot of fun. It's the second time I've been able to do so, but not with that band. Yeah, so that and this one, cool. and not that any of my other projects are more or less important to me. I it, I enjoy playing music, and it's definitely my my hobby, and I love it. But um, this one's just it's special because we've been doing it for so long, and you know we've put out five different albums, and yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. And uh, I was I was a little bit worried as I was driving over here. I was like. Is Rob going to be awake? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I, I I rolled out of bed and and got going, had some breakfast, you know, yeah. walked the dog, and feeling feeling good now. Yeah. Um. So 
uh, we're going to go off to the halftime show here in a little bit. But before we do that, I wanted to say that every week we pick a, you know, a, a patron as our sponsor of the halftime show. And I think this week, rather than picking an individual patron, I would just like, because it's been fully a year now, right? It's been a full calendar year yeah. since yeah. we released our first episode that, you know, I would just like to thank all of our listeners, not just the patrons, yeah. but all the listeners. And if you do like us enough that you'd like to have us uh, 24 hours early, if you would like to get some some bonus content, and maybe you want to buy us a cup of coffee a month, that's about what it costs. It costs yeah. about a cup of, for about a cup of coffee a month. Right. You can get all this bonus content. So uh, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash pod. So our, our halftime show this week is being brought to you by all of you. So thank you so much for sticking with us for the last year. Yeah, thank you so much. Welcome back. This week, we're counting down our top five things we've never done at Walt Disney World. And as I said in the show opening, you know, we there's a lot we haven't done because we, we kind of fall into the trap of doing the things that become traditions. That's not a trap. I shouldn't call it a trap because no. that makes it sound negative. But there are some things that we definitely want to do that we have not yet done. Um, and it's I, it's different things, too. It's it's not just rides and shows and it's it's restaurants. It's I don't hotels. have a single ride on mine. Um uh, mine are ex- mostly experiential, but sure. I don't have a single ride on, on mine. Oh. That doesn't mean that there aren't rides I would like to do. These are, you know, like for instance, Tron, but I can't really say I've never done Tron. So I want to, you know, I don't know that, um, you know, we'll see how this evolves. Uh, I'm excited to hear the things you've never done. Cause we talk about the things we have done, yeah, but not the things we've never done. So I'm, I'm excited to see what you've never done. Maybe, maybe there's some stuff I just assumed you've done. That you haven't. Yeah. There's, I mean, I've stayed at, I don't even know if I could say half, probably a little less than half of the resorts I've stayed at. Okay. I'd have to look though. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. I'm going to say a little less than half. I'll have to look and count in a little bit, but um, restaurants, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I really am looking forward to doing. So Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, we can get right down to the list. So Yeah, absolutely. Let's go uh, there's one place that I've always wanted to stay. Now, we stayed at the Polynesian together, which I've been to. Um, went there for Ohana breakfast, which was great. Went there uh, with my family for a character breakfast way back in the 1980s. So I've, I've been there a couple times. I didn't get to stay there. But the one place that really appeals to me, and I'm not sure why, because it's, it's very much like kind of the area where where we live in in new york here oh i know where you're going yeah is wilderness lodge mm-hmm. so, yeah and which is funny too because if you think about saratoga springs saratoga springs is themed after you know why i guess they would call it upstate new york it's that all yeah. area saratoga yeah but then the look of wilderness lodge is kind of a hybrid between sort of the adirondack style which that's where you're from you yeah were, you you know that style very much, and then the Pacific Northwest style. Yeah, it's kind they, of a hybrid. I mean, they modeled it most mostly after those those great lodges of the Pacific Northwest and of like yeah. Yellowstone, that that kind of stuff. But oh yeah, that's it true does too. it does remind me of a great camp 
in the Adirondacks. Right. So um, I've always really wanted to stay there. I mean, the restaurants seem like they're meat and potatoes restaurants, which I really enjoy. Uh, they seem like it's just very relaxing with like the little and any kind of like water feature where there's like a little like a little brook or something. They have the rocks and and the water. The pool looks great. There's lots of trees around. So have you been there at all? No. So we, um, my first trip, we actually went to Artist Point. Well, it was Storybook Dining at Artist Point. Oh, right. The, That's the, the Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah. Yeah. And that lobby, I was just floored. It's amazing. It looks um, enormous. I didn't put this on my list because I really wasn't thinking hotel stuff, but it's certainly a place that I can't wait to stay. My dream, and I know it's probably yours too, is not just to stay there, but to stay there in a very specific time of year. Mm-hmm. I want to stay there during the holiday season because yeah. that just reminds me of home so much, mm-hmm. that lodge. And then to see it decorated for the holidays just would be phenomenal. Yeah, when we did our Christmas trip, it was, uh, I think we we were Caribbean Beach. And we tried to travel around to as many places as we could just to see the decorations. But that should have been on our list. That's a... Yeah, it's a great place to be able to go during the holidays. It's, it's so popular. It's like the only hotel, it's the only resort, I believe, that's not part of the latest um, discounts. Hmm. So a, a new round of discounts came out or whatever for travel all the way up through December 22nd, I believe it is. And Wilderness Lodge is not part of it. Well, that's because it's such a popular place. Yeah. There's no need for them to put it on sale during the holiday season, I think. Hmm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> they're they're making their money where they need to, I guess. Yeah, um, like Grand Floridian's like forty percent off rack rate. I don't want to stay at Grand Floridian. I understand that. I'm saying <laughs> I, I I apparently neither neither do other people because it's forty percent off. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's too many guys in hardcore bands with tattoos walking around it. Well, who knows? I I haven't been there enough to know. Maybe there are yeah. people like that walking yeah. around. I don't know. Um, that's a cool number five. And yeah, uh, what'd you have? My number five is actually something you can do at a number of resorts, and it's something I never really thought of before, and then I started watching some YouTube videos of people doing it, is rent a boat. Oh, yeah. I would love to rent a boat and just be able to go on Seven Seas Lagoon, a pontoon boat, and just go out there. Um, it's it's so cool that you can do that, and they you wouldn't think, especially because like, they have large ferries of people going around. I mean, I know there are rules and you follow the rules on the boat, but like they could, anybody can just rent this boat basically. And now you, you drive it or do they have a driver? You drive it. You rented the boat like you would in like on any lake in the United States. You can go and find a rental place. Well, there's a rental, there are rental places at Disney and you can rent a boat. I don't know if I would rather rent a boat over in the Magic Kingdom area resorts or over at Epcot, I think both are kind of a cool um, experience, and they're unique. They offer unique things in their uh, own ways. I think I know where the place is over by the Epcot resorts. I think it's right by Yacht Club. There's a long dock. Is that it right there? Yeah, there's there's one that I can't remember if you can if there's a rental place over by Boardwalk as well. But yes, the one okay, there. yeah. And I just I think it'd be cool like to rent a boat. Um, get like instead of doing just a, a full blown resort day, you rent the boat for half a day or for a few hours, and you go out on the on the lake with with some snacks or whatever, and you cruise around. 
I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And it, it would provide for an activity that's not uniquely Disney, but is at the same time uniquely Disney because of the sites. Um, you know, I, I just think that that would be, you know, a joy, a lot of fun. Now, in the Magic Kingdom area, where specifically do you know where you can rent the boats? Is it by the Polynesian? You, can rent, by... you can rent them at Polynesian. Okay. Um, I believe you can also rent them at Grand Floridian. I'm not positive on that. There's that would a question make sense. Mark. There's a question mark at the end of that sentence. I think um, I know where you mean. I think it's that place where our boat docked where... We so we took a small. They, are those called friendship boats. I uh, for the for lack of a better term, yeah, let's call them that. We took a boat when we were done at Magic Kingdom one day. We got on that boat, all eight of us, and yeah. I mean, we were going back to the Polynesian, but the first stop was over at Grand Floridian. I'm guessing that's probably the area at that dock where we stopped. Yeah. So and then they continued on to uh, at, our resort. Yeah, at the Polynesian, it's in a very similar spot too. It's like next to the pool if you're looking out toward the castle from the pool it's to the left okay um there's boats they have the um they have fishing excursions too i didn't put that on my list but i think it'd be fun too you know do a fishing excursion that one i believe is captained though so you do have a captain with those with those fishing excursions do they do canoe rental still at fort wilderness that i don't know i thought they did at one point I, I, they did horseback riding. And they definitely canoeing, do horseback back riding. So. Archery. Yeah. There's a lot of really kind of fun things yeah, that you wouldn't have the opportunity to do. I mean, if you're, you know, if you live in a suburban area or a city and you don't have the opportunity to do things like that on a regular basis, maybe that's the place you want to stay. Maybe you want to stay at Fort Wilderness and do some of that more camping adjacent, you know, you know, Boy Scout, Girl Scout adjacent. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which I know can be a hot topic, but yeah, the I, I think that's partially why bringing the DVC property into Fort Wilderness is going to be a big thing. Yeah, um, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, nine, number five was renting a boat. Yeah, that's a cool idea. Um, even just taking a boat, or you know, if you're at Port Orleans, you can get on a boat and ride the boat over to Disney Springs and get a meal. Like that's fun too. I mean. Renting a boat is great because then you get to kind of be the boss and you can, you know, circle Discovery Island if you want to or go see where River Country used to be. And I can't remember if I, I don't think I've been to River Country. I think I would have remembered it. I got to ask my parents if they took us. That would be interesting to know. I, I can't remember. Anyway, but that's sometimes I'm in the mood to just go for a ride. Sometimes I'm in the mood to like go and discover. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you could really go one way or the other. So, number four. You are not interested in at all. I know this before okay. I even say it. But I'm I laugh when it's my number one. No, it's not <laughs> even on your list. This I've, I've been really excited for for years. We had a reservation at this restaurant when um, when COVID hit and we had to cancel. But I oh. I lucked out and got a reservation at this place. I'm so excited to go here. Nick is not, but I love this vibe. I love. I don't know. I'm very excited. It's the Sci-Fi Dine-In. The okay. Sci-Fi Dine-In is in Hollywood Studios. It is in a like a giant soundstage, I guess, giant building yeah. where you walk in, and it's like nighttime, and it's like a drive-in movie. They have a big screen on the wall, and they show like old horror movies, science fiction movies, yeah. like stuff I love, and it's just mm-hmm. so cool to me. 
And where we live, there's drive-ins all over the place. I think we talked about last episode. Yeah, my, yeah. my buddy just bought one in my in my hometown where I grew up. So it's not like I haven't been to the drive-in. Right. You know, I can go really anytime we want to, but this experience just seemed really cool. You sit in a car, you have a little table, you order your food, they bring the food out to you. But it's not about the food. And I know Nick Nick loves he's a food he's a food critic. So is his son and they're very good at it. But for us, sometimes we're just like, yep, give me the hamburger. I want I want this experience. So we haven't gotten to do that. But the four of us in our family were a little bummed, and, and we tried getting a reservation for that last time we went down, and we couldn't do it. So we're going to try and see if we can get it next time. I, I'll say this. I am the only one in my family who doesn't want to do this. Oh, okay. So I will probably end up doing it. That said, mm-hmm. my issue with it is not the dine-in the drive-in experience. My issue is that like the way the seating is, you, you not, you're not really seated with your, I mean, you're seated with your family, but you're not. No, so it's like you're all pointed at the screen two in front, two behind. Yeah. So I, that's my main issue with the way the seating's done in those cars. And I also like food wise, I, I haven't heard horrible like things about the food. I haven't heard great things either. Um, but it seems to me a little kitschy. Yeah. Oh, I would agree completely, and that's part of the allure for me. I will go there probably sooner than fifties prime time. I don't think I want to go to fifties prime time at all. It's gonna. Yeah. My kids are not into that. That sort of interactive. They're not into. Oh gosh, what were those places called? It was like the Myrtle Beach Krabby, Krabby Dicks or something. Yeah. Like that. And then the other one. Oh, Jack Astors. Oh yeah. Boy, we're yeah. going to have to change the rating on our show uh, yeah. for naming all these restaurant names. I So I think that the allure of that place is is the kitschiness. Yeah. And it reminds me of you, of being able to, you're basically living an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that show? Yeah, I do. That's, that's totally what this is. Um, I will probably do it. It's not this, it's not on our list this trip. Well, I don't but think you're going to put it on your Diz list at all, but I think you're a good sport and will do it. Right. I will do it, um, especially since there really isn't a good dining option, in my opinion, that I have found in Hollywood, or, yeah, in Hollywood Studios as far as a table service goes. Yeah, that's true. Because ABC Commissary is kind of across the way there, and that's not table service. Right. And that's decent food there. Yeah. I Look, their quick service in Hollywood Studios is better than yeah. their better than their table service in my opinion right you didn't like brown derby uh, no and i'm not alone on that that's like multiple people reached out after i kind of knocked them on a recent episode and they were like yeah that's you're not you're not the only one who thinks that i don't think i have had a table service meal at hollywood studios ever well i've had the one and it was bad so i think everything has been quick service because pizza rizzo yep. quick service hollywood our back lot mm-hmm. over by um indiana jones yep and let's see what else have we had there. ABC commissary. Yep. Star Wars. Yep. Ronto uh, wraps and stuff like that. Yep. Ronto roasters. And then I have not been to. I actually haven't done anything in Toy Story. You have, but I, I haven't done any of those places. Oh, yet. The, yeah. The lunch bo- lunchbox. I always get confused. Yeah. Woody's lunchbox. Yep. And then it's. I haven't done. I have not. What's the new one called? Roundup round rodeo. Roundup rodeo. Yeah. Okay. And I'm. I'm not really looking forward to that at all so yeah, i'll do it this is this is why i think that they missed the mark with ogas 
you know, because Oga's, if they had made a table service restaurant, would have been, in my opinion, better. I wonder if there's room. Like, I'm curious what the footprint is, if they could do anything more yeah. in Oga's. I mean, like, they, push it back, make it a restaurant restaurant. There's got to be. There's those, those, the structures that they've built are so massive, there's got to be somewhere where they can do, take over some backstage area to And to that kitchen's got to be pretty big, but. Yeah. Okay. So. All right, so my number four is something that I know you love mm-hmm. and I know you've done, and that's why I know it's not on your list. And you probably know where I'm going with this because I am doing it this trip, and I'm super excited, and so are my kids. The animation experience oh, yeah. over at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I, I love this, and it's it's been number one on my list for multiple things before. Yeah, uh, My only two cents, and I'll let you talk about it a little bit more, yeah. is for the animation experience, don't worry about your drawing ability, Okay. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter if you're good. doesn't matter if you're bad. It's it's in the title. It's the animation experience. Right. You just go and do it. You watch an animator. You just draw. And and what happens with a lot of people when they draw is they get so caught up on is it good or is it bad. People are self-conscious. I deal with it every day. It's my career. Kids get so worried about how good or bad they draw. It's not about that. Yeah. It's not. You just have to do it. Enjoy yourself. And know that the more you draw or the more you do anything, play guitar, piano, video games, the more you do it, the better you become. So if you have a positive attitude going in, you know it's going to be fun. Don't let anyone in your party go, I can't draw. Mine's terrible. Mine stinks. Uh Uh-uh. You just need to enjoy it and just have fun. Yeah. I I am very excited to do this um, for a number of reasons. One being... That my kids love doing like the directed draw, those YouTube videos a lot of times. They'll do those. They love that. Um, And they don't really get too caught up in like what it looks like. And so I think they'll be fine. Um, And I will will be too because I'm more excited to see my kids experience Mm -hmm. and see them like draw with a Disney animator. Yeah. Um, But you and your wife have to do it too because they want to know that you're setting the example and it's cool to experience this. Yeah. I think it's going to be... A blast, and that's why I'm looking forward to it. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, if you go out to Rafiki's Planet, Lounge, oh, I should have started with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. For those of you who don't know, we both if, do that yeah. both ways. If you go to Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is one of the hidden gems in in Disney World, I oh, think it was on our list of hidden gems. Yes, but I think it was um, the top, honestly, of mine. Um, so going back there, you've got like the petting zoo area where they have less exotic animals. You know, they got goats and whatnot. Yeah, and then inside of the um, the, the there's building, like, yeah. uh, there's a, there's a class basically they're running a class and I think it's every two hours. I can't remember if it's every two hours or every hour and a half, but you, you go in and you sign up and you, they give you basically a piece of paper with some of the marking lines already on yeah, it. They give you some basic guidelines right. that you can draw over top of. And it's, it's supposed to be, well, it's not different every time, but all the times we've done it, I think we've done it four times. We've got a different character every time. Yeah, We did Bambi once. We did uh, Crush once. It's, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that, you know, people don't realize that these things even exist. I didn't know it existed until, you know, we were talking about going out to Rafiki's Planet Watch with you. And you're like, oh, did you do the animation stuff? And I was like, what are you talking about? And you explained it to me. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, that's that's pretty cool. Like, um, we want to do it so much so that... We planned an extra day at Animal Studios, or Animal Studios, jeez, Animal Kingdom. Sorry, uh, we had you had a long night. We were, yeah, we were, uh, we're having a good time last night. Uh, so Animal <laughs> Kingdom, um, 
you know, they they don't realize people don't realize that's even there, and and you don't realize also that like you can suck up like a half a day out there. So we added a day just so we could experience all of that too. But I'm really looking forward to it. My kids are super looking forward to it. But yeah, so that would be my number four is the animation experience at Animal Kingdom. You know, it's a funny place back there, Rafiki's Planet Watch, because first of all, it's hard to find because you have to go back by the safari and then kind of keep going, but don't go on the Gorilla Falls Trail. You have to sort of veer and, and look for the signs. So it's yeah. it's, I mean, kind of, it's a double-edged sword because it's kind of good that it's hidden because it's not mobbed out there, but it's bad because... You know, we want more people to experience that kind of thing. So it yeah. depends on how you look at the it. The train ride out there is enough to, I mean, that in and of itself is enough to do. Like, if it just went yes. out there and back, I'd be happy. Yeah, the train ride is great. And it's it's kind of fun to think of that there's two parks with train rides. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was my number four. What's your number three? My number three you have done. Okay. And it is something I have always wanted to do. And that is the Disney Halloween party. Now, I'm just saying it that way because it, it, it kind of encompasses Boo Bash, which you did. Right. And then they also have Disney's not or Mickey's not so scary celebration or whatever right. whatever they call it. And the and they have Oogie Boogie Bash, which right. I don't know if you saw the, the hubbub this week. No, tell me. Oh, uh, the Disney servers basically crashed. Uh oh. And they said and Disney was like, Okay, so you've been waiting online for three hours. Um, we're closing the queue. You're not buying tickets. And next when, next Thursday, we'll let you know when or if we're even going to reopen sales. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Disney IT is horrible. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always wanted to do the Halloween party. You know, I like scary movies. I like Halloween. It's one of my favorite times of year. My wife loves Christmas. I love Halloween. And we've done Christmas, and it's magical, and it's everything you would imagine it would be. It's incredible there at Christmas time or the holidays. You know, they celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all the above. But for Halloween, I really wanted to, not just because I'm such a Haunted Mansion fan, but like the whole park just kind of becomes, you know, fun and dress up and colorful and celebrating different characters and some of the villains and the monsters. And and by Halloween, you mean August 15th. Yeah, it's it's a very long, long Halloween and uh, it's something I've always wanted to do, and I think I could probably do it given my teaching profession. So where we teach, depending on where you listen, our school goes till almost the last week of June, and then we start right the first week of September. So we have that whole month of August. I know a lot of schools in the South and mm-hmm. some, I, I don't know, it depends on where in the country. I realize that kids will go back in August, but when those kids go back kind of the park slow down a little bit at the end of August. And if we squeeze in, um, we, we're going to probably have to wait a couple of years because that's um, when my daughter plays sports. So that sports starts early and my son too. Yeah. He's, my son's also, um, he does sports also. And that starts a little bit earlier, but um, we may have to wait un- until maybe they're off to college or. I don't think you will because um, the parties generally start before our season does. Okay. So, because I've been and I coach it, so yeah, that's true. Um, I remember you were there like the very first day. It was like the start of it. I remember we we streamed it on YouTube. Yeah, we watched you. It was the first night of Boo Bash when we were there, and I have to tell you that those parties are probably worth the price of admission. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna really 
you know, if you think about it, if you if you were to not get a day ticket that day, there are hard ticketed events. You can enter, I think, at seven o'clock. I can't I was remember. Just gonna say that I think it was seven. Um, and so you really can get a lot done in that amount of time. Um, and when do you get to stay till midnight? Depends on the party, but yeah, it's it really depends on the party. Um, but I had a blast. I I can tell you, I understand now why people go back multiple times in the same year because there is no way I could do it and see everything. You couldn't see all the, well, they were called cavalcades. They weren't called parades, but they were parades. Right. And you're going to see characters you wouldn't normally see or yeah. uh, Mickey and friends in fun alternate costumes. Yep. And, and then there's the trick or treats. So you can go through and actually go, like, go trick or treating. We didn't do any of that because it's like, we don't need M&Ms. You know, <laughs> we're at Disney. We don't, we don't need that. Um, did you wear anything? Wear anything costume wise? No, I had a uh, BB-8. Was a pumpkin basically. It was a shirt that had BB-8. Cool. Kind of looked like a jack o' lantern. Um, and the kids, I can't remember what the kids wore, but you can dress in costume. But that's on the those only days. time. I yeah, think. those are the only days really you should do that. Or you Unless can do that. and there's an age limit for children dressing up as, yeah. as characters too. I think. Yeah. And they, I mean, I will tell you that it, it was. It was a lot of fun. And, like, as soon as you said it, all I could hear in my head is the Boo to You song. So, yeah. like, it, it's definitely something I I can totally get behind you. There's a previous episode where we talked about Disney music or park-centric songs. Yeah. And Nick put the Boo to You song on there. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which I thought was a bold choice. <laughs> um, I don't disagree but I haven't experienced it. If I experienced it, maybe I would also put that on, on oh, my list. But it it brings me back to that. I mean. Yeah. That's, that's like me yeah. with the electrical parade. Yeah. If somebody listens to the electrical parade song, they're like, what's the big deal? It's just a bunch of midi, you know, yeah, midi, midi boops and bops. And, you know, yeah. when you hear it when you're a kid and yeah. and then again when you're an adult, it's ex- it's exciting. So yeah. I get it. I'm not. Everybody's got have has their own thing. So my number three is the. uh the Disney Halloween parties, I will say, in plural. Yeah. My number three is kind of related to my number five. Uh, my number five was rent a boat. My number three is to take a ride on an amphicar. Oh, I have done that. Not at Disney, but I have done that. Okay. So, yeah. So I just think that the whole idea of an amphicar is cool. Um, you know, it's like the duck boat or whatever in Boston. Yep. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun. And I love uh, eating at the boathouse. So... We could eat there and then take a ride on an amphicar. It's expensive. It's not cheap. And I think that's probably what's what's held me back a little bit. But I just think it's it's cool. It's iconic. I know it's not Disney only. I know it's not like unique to Disney, but it's pretty darn unique to Disney. It's not exactly like you can do it other places, but I think riding around in an amphicar at Disney Springs would be so cool. Yeah. Amphicars are pretty cool. Yeah. Have I told the story of the amphicar and uh, the what happened on the show before? I, I don't think so. Have I told you this story? I don't remember hearing it. So uh, I grew up on the Erie Canal uh, here in western New York, and <laughs> we had a family friend. Um, we'll just use his first name. His name's Wayne. So uh, Wayne collects uh, classic cars and Corvettes. He's a very nice, very humble man. Um, he he had an invention with a – he invented one of the salt spreaders that did really well and mm-hmm. – You'd, you'd never guess by meeting him that the guy has this, you know, giant car collection. Okay. Very nice, nice guy. So Wayne has this Amphicar 
and he loves kind of messing with people in the best way possible. So there's certain areas along the Erie Canal where, you know, you can put a boat in a canal. It's like a boat launch. Yeah. So we went to this one place, and we're driving in the car on the road. You know, it was my dad and some of my family members, and Wayne was driving. And we pull into the boat launch, and Wayne says, he looks back at me and goes, watch this. And I go, what? He goes, watch this guy fishing over here on the side. So there's a ramp that goes down into the water where you're supposed to launch your boat, Mm -hmm. and there's a guy fishing there. And he looks over at the car. You know, it kind of looks... I don't know, maybe like, maybe like a '50s era Chevy or something. Yeah, just the, like the, the ones that, just yeah. like the ones that Bull mm-hmm. House do. So he says, he says, "Watch this." He goes, "You ready?" I go, "Yeah." So he takes the car and just hits the gas and drives straight down the ramp and into the water. And the, you know, it splashes up. You should have seen the look on this fisherman's face. <laughs> his eyes about popped out of his head. And then Wayne looks at him and hits the button to turn on the propeller in the back and just takes off. And the guy, he, he was like stunned. <laughs> Who knows what was going on in this guy's head? Cause and the- my dad is just laughing. Because my dad had taken a ride in it before and I hadn't. So there we are, just driving in the Samfica down the Erie Canal. <laughs> I I can only imagine with that guy because like the last thing you're thinking is oh yeah that's an amphicar because they don't look he was like, like oh a- cool look at that classic car yeah <laughs> you know it looks like you know they're a little boxier and they're a little yeah. you know more compact but yeah you know your reaction looking at that car is oh that's a cool looking car and then <laughs> drives into the water you're like whoa <laughs> was this guy's trying to kill his family? Um, yeah, so it's one hundred and twenty-five dollars for a twenty-minute experience. Okay, I think that's a bit pricey, but it's also you know a unique experience, and I think the kids would get a kick out of it. So that's why it's on my list. Let's say you're um, there with a friend or another family member. You could always split the cost. Or... Yeah, it's it, I think three or four people Great. is what you can do. So Let's say you're on. Oh, uh, you don't want to split it if you're on a date. I don't know. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I I won't go there. We'll go Dutch. Yep. All right, um, so that was my number three, is an amphicar. Okay. That brings us to your number two. Yeah, number two I have missed in uh, both East and West Coast. It exists both place. I believe this particular attraction originated in Disneyland, and then they brought it to Hollywood Studios, and it was gone for a long time. Uh, and then they brought it back recently, and that is Fantasmic. Oh, I've done Fantasmic. So I have not done Fantasmic. We did not get to do that when we were at Disneyland, which I know is kind of a big deal and they do it on the riverboat and um, they had to shut it down recently because of the fire. Right. They had uh, the Maleficent dragon uh, caught fire. Correct. Sim- similar to what happened in Disney World. But <laughs> it, that was in that was parade. Yeah, that Disney was in the World. parade. But Fantasmic is a show that they do in Hollywood Studios. And there's a few things that I have not done in Hollywood Studios that when I was kind of going through my mental list and and coming up with what things have I have have I not done, the majority of them were there. Yeah. Restaurants and you know, I haven't done the Disney Junior. You know, it's my kids are too old for it. They they're not really interested. I, I can't see myself going. You mean in. like the dance party? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really even like I don't it's Doc McStuffins. It's not anything I've ever seen or yeah. I know of. I know kids like it and that's cool, but yeah. I don't know. I I haven't done that part of the park before, but that's not like on my never done right, you know, top five that I want to do. But I don't know. 
maybe maybe someday if you know i'm a grandparent going and that's still a thing who knows yeah i'll tell you that phantasmic is amazing it's a really good nighttime show that's why it's my number two it's anything i've seen looks so exciting and just seeing characters is always exciting to me i think even if i'm not meeting yeah i think it would have been even more enjoyable had i been smarter about it and you know, we kind of did, a, it was a marathon day, which a marathon day at Hollywood Studios is just oh my God. not a good idea. Um, you were probably like a piece of bacon at the end of the day. Yeah, it was not good. Um, so I think for me, had I maybe played it differently, like if we, let's say we had had hoppers and we went to Epcot in the morning and then hung out at a resort and then went there just solely for Fantasmic, mm-hmm. I probably would have enjoyed it even more. I loved the show. It's just so hot in that park that like, you get back into that show area, and it's like they're selling $5 waters, and you're willing to pay $5 for a bottle of water yeah. because it's so hot back there. But so it, it's a really good show. There's limited capacity. So, I mean, we're I do have that on my list as something I want to do on my next trip. It's You, know, you can do dining packages, you know. So you can do, I so may do get, something like that just to, to lock that in. Yeah, you get, a, you get a preferred seating, and you get a meal. You have to pay it in advance, kind of like as if you were going to, like um, – uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, you pay in advance. Yeah, you, you don't you don't pay when you get there. Um, but it that's how we did it. We did it with our Hollywood Brown Derby uh, meal. And while the meal wasn't great, the fact that we had preferred seating was clutch because it gets pretty packed in there. Uh, in that show, I don't know if you want to call it amphitheater. It's the, the outdoor, but sure. the seating gets pretty filled pretty quickly. It's a great show, and I think you will love it because it's got a lot of the history of disney cool the colors are amazing and the way they do the effects with like you know steamboat willie coming out and all that like it's it's just yeah. a really cool experience i i enjoyed it a lot my daughter slept through it because she was so fried but, yeah, i don't but geez, i don't blame her my, my son loved it my son absolutely loved it so it's a it's a good choice i i we're starting to look to the future at, into our next trip and it looks like it may be a shorter trip for us to go down and spend time with family and do a couple days and if we can fit in two days the way i'd like to do it is have have park hoppers and then the second half of the day do hollywood studios because yeah not only do i want to catch that but i also love being in that park at night a because it's cooler b because toy story land is beautiful at night and the whole I, park is really nice at night, actually. I think Galaxy's Edge isn't, isn't nice at night, too. And I don't say too many positive things about that area on this show. And you know I love my love me some Star Wars here. Yeah. But I think it's it's kind of cool at night. I don't know. I'm, now, I think that's a fun yeah. night park. Yeah, I agree. And because people start the day out there or whatever, they might get fried earlier. I think the crowds are that, – that park especially, I feel like the crowds at night, there's a big difference. Yeah, I think so. – It'd be fun to do the split that way. Yeah. Take a break in the middle of the day and then, you know, go back over to to a different park. So, yeah, number two for me is Fantasmic. What do you have, Nick? So, number two for me is also a nighttime thing, nighttime activity. My number two is to do a fireworks dinner. What I mean by that Ah. is to sit at a window seat. Oh, this may may do this on your next trip. We we are kind of on the cusp. So, we, we... we pushed our reservation as far back as we could logically with our kids. Okay. And still like not have to deal with a hangry daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so my son could definitely do it, but my daughter gets super hangry. I'm laughing because I, I know his kids very well. 
And she's so, sweet, but boy, yeah. Ugh. When she gets hungry, look I out. Know. You better have a granola bar in your pocket yeah. at all times. Yeah. We've learned that lesson. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we do have a dinner reservation at Narcusi's that is pushing the cusp of depending on how long it takes us to eat our dinner. We could be getting to dessert right at the time that the fireworks are going off. I would like to have a more deliberate one. Yeah. You know, one where that was really the purpose. We've done the fireworks dessert party, which was cool. Um, in Magic Kingdom, you go, you, you basically go to the terrace and you eat a dessert party and then you go, um, you go out into, well, we, we didn't have seating in the terrace, in Tomorrowland Terrace. We went out to. You just hung on the green. Yeah. They that, they escort you out there and you hang out on the lawn there. Well, it's more of a turf, isn't it? It's yeah. not an actual lawn there. Yeah. And. And that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing because you're not packed in shoulder to shoulder with people with umbrellas poking your eyes out. Um, but I want to do it in a restaurant from far, you know, across the the water. Ohana would be fun. Um, I think California Grill would obviously be amazing. I am boycotting California Grill because <laughs> of the stupid uh, prefix prefix menu. Yeah, that you're not I, a fan of that. I think, you know, don't tell me how to eat. I'll spend the same amount of money. Just don't tell me how to eat. Like, I don't want a dessert. What if I want two appetizers and no dessert? You better use a fork. Yeah, exactly. Eat your ice cream with a fork. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> so, I... <laughs> sounded like Macho Man Randy Savage was on Yeah. The, um, so, when we, uh, when we booked Narcusi's, we deliberately pushed it as far out as we could for that Logist, possible right. chance. But yeah. when, I think as the kids get older, it'll be a little bit easier for me to say, okay, look, we're going to do this at fireworks time. We're going to get a reservation at 8 o'clock. And we're definitely going to see the fireworks. You know, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my that's my number two is a fireworks dinner. Um, what did you have for number one, Rob? My number one is, um, you actually mentioned it before the show kicked off. Um, one of our patrons... Uh, Brian just experienced this and was uh, texting me about it. Um, Brian's an, an old friend from actually elementary school, believe it or not. Um, Tron. So he got to experience Tron and sent me a photo of him on the ride. <laughs> you, his smile couldn't be any bigger. That's awesome. <laughs> he, he was loving it. So um, I realize it's a short ride. Okay. It's it's a quick ride. Um I wasn't super excited about it at first, but I think I I think I'm excited about it if I can get the um if I can get in the uh god what's the queue called the where you wake up at 7 a.m. and you virtual queue. Thank you. If I get a virtual queue for it and I can come over and just hop right on, I think I'd be okay. But I don't want it's not something I think I'm going to wait like 2 hours for. Yeah, I agree with you. Because it's what is it? It's a minute long, right? Uh, it's less than that. Which is yeah. cool. And there's a lot of things I like about Tron. I, I really like the movies. Even the first one is, you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if someone watches it now, like if you were to play it for a teenager, they'd go, what is this? Yeah, I agree. The sequel is pretty decent, but I love the music. Yeah, and they play it during, <sighs> during the ride. So. And we, we played it on one episode, too. Mm -hmm. And so Daft Punk is a they're not a punk band they're a techno group uh really big in early 2000s maybe yeah i would say 
They had a couple singles. Look them up if you want to. That's music for everybody, unlike Achilles we talked about earlier. Uh, but the music in the Tron sequel is absolutely epic. Oh, it, it's very much an epic soundtrack. And they use it on the ride, which I was so happy yeah. about. When they when they were creating that, I'm like, man, they got to use that music. It is just... So you're going to be flying around on that roller coaster hearing that music, which is part of the reason I love Cosmic Rewind so much, because you're hearing that music. So... Partially, that's why I don't like <laughs> rock and roller coaster with Aerosmith. Yeah, and it's funny it, too. Quick aside on this: if you're a longtime listener, you know that Nick and I have been pretty adamant about the Muppets taking over the rock and roller coaster. Yeah, and we're seeing it everywhere now. Muppets, because I I don't think they thought that the Muppets shows on Disney Plus was going to be as successful as they are. Yeah, and they're there's taking- a lot of I, I think. I think a lot of that was leaked to see, and they. This happens all the time in sports. Yeah. Okay. Nick knows this. Yeah. He's a sports guy too. They will leak something. Hey, uh, like this just happened right now. This is going to date what's going on. But hey, Damian Lillard, this basketball player for Portland, he he kind of wants a trade. He's interested in going to the Heat. And then what that's going to do is it's going to generate everybody talking. Right. And, so what I think happened here, from what I saw, maybe you saw something different, when the headline came out that said the creator of Muppets, uh, what is, oh geez, it's, I know Mayhem is in the title. Uh, Electric Mayhem. Electric Mayhem is the name of the show? I I think it's Dr. Teeth and I, yeah, well, Muppets Mayhem maybe it's called? Yeah, whatever, anyway, the show on Disney Plus. It's doing well, okay, it's really well received, and I think when the, they know the creator pitched when the show was going to come out that they wanted to retheme Rocket Roller Coaster. So if you're thinking from a Disney executive position and they are saying, hey, we want to do this new show, but we also want to retheme this ride. Like, you haven't proven anything. Like, Muppets haven't really taken off as much as they've wanted them to. I mean, they do in my mind because I love them from the 70s, but we it's a wait-and-see mentality with Disney. Okay, it's doing well. It's it's doing really well in the streaming. Yeah. And then the guy leaks it. Then they a, float it in, out in an interview. And then and we people see, collectively lose their mind. Like, yep. oh my god, that would have been so awesome. And then Disney goes, "Wait a minute, we don't have to pay Aerosmith anymore." Yeah. I wonder when that contract runs out with Aerosmith. We have to pay them until this date. I'm assuming that's how it works. I, yeah, I don't know. I I think. Yeah, I mean, the way th- this. This uh, sidetrack we got onto was because of music on rides, yes. right? And and I'm not really sure. I would I would wonder. So like with Tron, which is what you were talking about doing. Tron was your number one. Yeah. Um, Daft Punk. That is that was the soundtrack for that movie. So I assume Disney owns those rights to that music in some way, shape, or form. Right. And Daft Punk receives, you know, royalties. royalties right. Right. Um. They also already paid money for Cosmic Rewind, right? For the for the soundtrack on Cosmic Rewind. Oh. They've already paid money because yes. they have it in the movies. So I wonder, there has to be a reason they're hanging on to Aerosmith. So I think a contract probably is, somebody who, if you know, please comment, like, on this episode or on, um, you know, on social media, let us know, because I'm not sure how that contract works. We probably should have done our research ahead of time. I bet but, our friends from Ear Scouts know. Yeah. If any of our 
Ear Scouts friends are listening. We uh, we're, we're curious yeah. how that works. We can send an email also over to like Len Testa, and he'll do an episode about it with Jim Hill. That's true. <laughs> so yeah. to to uh, one good YouTube channel to watch and one other good podcast to listen to. Absolutely. But keep listening to us. Yeah. Don't just drop us for, for the Disney dish, right. which is very good. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably my, my favorite Disney podcast yeah. other than ours. Um, so your number one was Tron. Yes. Your number one is not Tron. Not Tron. Right. Because you said ride. earlier. It's not even a ride. Okay. My number one of things I've never done. That you want to do. And I'm going to do. Is. Special tours. Oh, right. Yeah. So we're Behind doing. Behind the seeds. So we're doing behind the seeds. Cool. And we're doing about the stuff. up close with the rhinos tour. Yeah. Um, th- the number of these backstage tours that exist are innumerable. I mean, there's just so many of them. Hmm. Um, you've got like the one that's we almost did, which is like feeding, caring for the giants, which is the elephants one. Animal Kingdom has a lot because you've got like the wild Af- Africa trek. You've got a whole bunch of uh, I think it's sipping on the savannah or something like that is one where it's like a wine tasting out on the savannah you can eat out there too um all of these backstage type tours interest me because it brings you it's breaking that fourth wall right you are literally going backstage um i'm I'm doing the rhino one and i i you know was like oh we should do it it's gonna be make good content and then i remembered oh yeah you can't there's like no content like you can't watch anything about it because guess what (laughs) you are literally backstage the whole time you're not allowed to take pictures or anything like that so i am really excited for it um because going backstage and getting that that behind the scenes look is going to be a ton of fun um behind the seeds which is a horrible pun but whatever Mm, the the behind the seeds tour is actually going to be pretty cool too i'm really excited for that one where's that one that one is you are actually back in living with the land so you are, you know, instead of riding by in a boat, you're walking through the attraction. You're on the other side. I've seen see. people do that before. Yeah. I've so, been on the ride when I see people walking yeah. in the background, and then the, they'll say, because it's a recording on the ride, and they'll talk about the tour. Right. They'll try to sell the, I mean, they're, they're advertising it, right? Um, I'm really excited for that one. But I put this at number one, not even because of those ones, because really my number one thing I've never done above all of that, above all of these tours, is doing one of the king keys to the kingdom tour. That's really the number one for me. Um, so if I, I put a generic title of the behind-the-scenes backstage tours, but I really, really, really want to do a keys to the kingdom tour where you, like, basically, you're really going backstage. I mean, you are, I think they even go down into the Utilidors. A couple people we know just did that tour. Okay. And I had a conversation with them. Did I tell you this? No. I had a conversation with them a couple weeks ago at um, at Crickets at that art art opening on Main yeah. Street. So I've talked about this guy a lot on the show. His name is Dale. Okay. Dale works um, for AAA. He books uh, Disney. And then his son, Kyle, I can, I'll say their first name. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Kyle um, and other members of their family, Kyle's girlfriend, who you, you yeah. also know, they got to go on that tour. They no. said it was unbelievable, life-changing, like nothing they've ever seen. And they, you know, they go to Disney as often as we do, if not more. Right. That's awesome. Dale said it was incredible. I got some a little bit of details here and there. Nothing 
major that nothing spoilery no they just said it was just unreal and incredible all the things that they saw it was it was totally worth it pretty expensive but they all pitched in together like right like i said earlier you know um kyle pitched in dale pitched in other members and you know it became affordable and uh they said it was awesome yeah i i totally want to do i really want to do that tour um but any backstage tour to me is fun, and that's why I'm excited to do these next two, or the these two on my next trip. Well, you're like getting you, your feet wet. It's cool. You've never done any of those backstage tours at all, right? No, I, I'm interested too. I mean, I mean, that's something I may potentially look into for our you know little mini trip that we have coming up in the future here. Well, I think it's something you know. It, last week we did the the episode about uh, you know things you would do if given one day in the parks, mm-hmm. and our patron. Uh, who had re- recommended it actually reached out and kind of said to me after we did the show and after it released that for them they took a, they looked at it differently because they go so frequently they looked at it as a day to do stuff they've never done and they they oh okay cool and and they did do I think she said the the elephants one okay and I you know when you think about that it is a really smart thing to do if you if you're not if you go a lot like we you know we've been numerous times you've been a, a lot more than I have. Um, but when you go a lot, injecting something new, you know, like one of these tours does, mm-hmm. can kind of keep that love for Disney alive. Yeah. Um, and it, it's unique. And especially if you're only going for a day or two, like you said, you might only do two park days on your next upcoming trip because it's mostly a family trip. Yeah. Um, I think that when you put these kinds of things in, these special things, it it takes the pressure off of, well, we've only got two days. How can I ride all the rides I want to ride? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think what Disney does is they, this is partially why they like to add new attractions or update new attractions to bring people back. There's, oh, yeah. there's So there's something new. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say Tron, for example. Okay. Well, that's kind of a, honestly, it's a different argument because Splash Mountain goes down. They need something else that's <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. take care of all the capacity, which I get. That's a separate argument. But- a lot of times they need something, you know, a shiny new toy to uh, bring people in. And a lot of times it's something new that people haven't done. So even though we have a list of five, I mean, I have some honorable mentions. I can, yeah, why don't I you, can, why? I can go through two. But if you bang out all of these at once, I don't know. In my opinion, I don't think that's the best idea. No, I agree. You can leave that carrot. You know, that donkey's going for the carrot. The weenie. Yes. So that's what's going to lead us. Okay, this next trip, we're going to do Enchanted Tales with Belle. Okay, that's on my list. I haven't done it. Right. Like, I didn't even know much about it until you discussed it on the episode. Yeah. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. Right. Very so cool, actually. I would like to do that on one of the trips. Lightning McQueen, I didn't get to do at uh, Hollywood Studios. I haven't been back there to do that yet. Yeah, that's true. I haven't done that in no. either. So I've been looking forward to doing that. I like cars, and after going to California Adventure and going to Cars Land, I'd like to see that comparatively to what I saw in California. All right? Haven't had the turkey leg. Okay? <laughs> I know that's a joke on the show, but, like, how great is it? <laughs> Can you imagine looking at Dizless social media? Oh my There's a God. picture of me taking a bite out of a turkey leg. I challenge you to do that on your next trip. Oh, my. I knew it was coming. You knew as soon as I and started then I'm going to do it the trip after. So okay. there's going to be a photo of you eating a big old turkey. Like if you don't like it, I bet you your your son or your daughter probably would. 
<laughs> oh my so <laughs> i don't know if people understand <laughs> my heart is racing right now just at the thought i called of them having, out the thought of having to do that <laughs> and now i have Look, to all you have to do is put it in your mouth you don't you don't have to eat it <laughs> all right <laughs> everyone so. will think that you actually ate it oh man or give it to your son he'll love it and eat it and then you just hold the turkey like eaten and everyone will think that you actually ate it so I paused. I, I just paused. I just paused for a moment because that's where we're going to edit out that whole previous conversation. So there's no evidence that Rob just challenged me to this. All right, I'll do it. I'll challenge accepted. Uh, but you have to. You have to go, go through with your with your challenge. I will. As well. I will. And I have one last one, which I have never done. I've never eaten a hot dog at Casey's. You know, I have not either. And I would put that on on my honorable mention as well. Yeah. It's so hard to get. Like I just I know. People who are always like, oh, you got to get a hot dog at Casey's. How do you do it? It's insane yeah. how packed that is. Yeah. It's insane. I want one. I, I think Disney hot dogs are really good, actually. Yeah. And uh, I can't have the bun, but I mean, maybe, actually, maybe they have gluten-free hot dog buns. I never even tried. Yeah. Well, you can find out next time. And if, I mean, most hot dogs are gluten-free anyways. So, I, I like with our family... I'll make hot dogs on the grill, and we just cut them up and we eat them with, without even a bun. It's great yeah. with mustard. <laughs> we should we should maybe I'll rope drop Casey's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Let's forget Seven Doors Mine Train. <laughs> I'll bet you it's not packed at nine in the morning. <laughs> oh man! All right. What, that what was... if Casey's had breakfast sausage in the morning? How have they not had like you know breakfast sausage link? That would be so good. It actually would be on a bun. Right? Why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, toast toast the bun a little bit. Maple syrup. A li- why not? Oh my god. That would be good. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> this this episode has gone off the rails officially. Yeah. That's okay. It's all right. We're still under an hour. We're good. <laughs> no. That um I don't really have any other honorable mentions other than yeah, there are some restaurants I want to do like Casey's, which I know is not table service and I'm a table service guy. Um I really 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 want to do California Grill, but not under the current menu yeah um so that's on my honorable mention um another honorable mention for me uh would be to uh do one of those fireworks cruises i think that's kind of a cool oh thing. yeah 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 um you can kind of hack that in a way by just getting on the ferry going over to going over to magic kingdom during the fireworks you just gotta but, time it right yeah. right um but i want to do one of the cruises which i think would be a lot of fun those are also one of those things where if you spread the wealth a little bit like um if you have a lot of people and you have them split the cost it, it doesn't get as expensive obviously kids aren't you know taking their share you know or, i guess i could <laughs> <That'd be kind laughs> of, hey uh son and daughter give me your gift cards you are going to help pay for this there's four of us where everybody's got to pay their own way daddy no <laughs> um but yeah i i think that there are so many things that we could have had on this list and i'm i'm really excited to find and hear from the listeners about things they've never done that they want to do. Because that's how I find out about things that even exist. I didn't even know existed, you yeah. know, like the animation stuff. Yep. Um, so if you have anything like that, please reach out. And you can do that at um, at Dizlist Pod on pretty much all the things. So you can go Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. We just post like a, you know, here and there, we'll post shorts on YouTube. But um, yeah, so th- I, I'm really want to hear from our listeners about this one. yeah me too um but it's a great big beautiful tomorrow and tomorrow's just a list away tune in next time and we'll see you real soon